So, uh, yeah, Dermot, thanks for obviously coming on. Thanks for obviously doing this, taking the time out of your uh, your day um, to do this. No problem at all. <laughs> Happy to be here. Look, what I really wanted to talk about is, is because I think right now a lot of people are really struggling with, um, especially I find with doing live classes, uh, people are really struggling with obviously training at home. Um, and not even that it's like hard, but it's just the motivation side of it. The, I suppose the discipline aspect of actually you know, going into a room or actually, you know, grabbing a set of weights and putting together a workout. I suppose what I'm trying to say is, is how did you find obviously going from being in the gym environment, obviously coaching clients on a day-to-day basis, and then all of a sudden two days, um, I think notice being like gyms are completely shut. I think you were a little bit behind us in terms of you're in FBT. Are you in swords and Kulak or just? No, swords? just, just swords. Yes. Just so swords. I think uh, FBT closed, um, I can't remember dates wise, but I, I finished up about 10 days before that. Okay. Okay. And how did you find going from obviously PT training in the gym to then training at home and actually coaching clients at home? And like, how can people, if they are losing, like not lacking motivation, but like, I suppose the discipline to train the home, people are getting bored with it. There's no help. There's, there's those people who are like, I don't even know if I'm doing it right. You know what I mean? Where, what can they do? Where can they go? Um, and just how did you adjust basically to train the home? And like, how did you adjust your business and stuff like that? Yeah. So without, without sounding, sounding blunt, um, like training to me is important. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one of my things that like, if I don't train, I will feel crap. Um, it's, it's, same, yeah. It, like I, I value my ability to, to to train when I don't want to train quite quite highly. Like um, I think there's a lot of time. Like there's been so many periods when we have had a gym where I haven't wanted to train. Went, went through periods of eighteen months where I just like don't really want to train, but but I'm still going to go go in, still follow my program, still hire a coach, just because I I know come the times that I am motivated that I'm going to appreciate it. So I know that I'm going to feel, feel worse if I don't kind of, and, and I hate looking at it as a, as the gym is my only way of feeling good. Cause it's not, that's not, not true at all, but it, it's one of the many pieces in the puzzle that I can definitely be in control of. 100%. So it's just like the gym for you was one revenue of which you're able to, I suppose, uh, physically, uh, work out but it's not the the only way um that you're looking at it and it's i suppose in your eyes you're not saying that it's 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 not as big of a deal as as some people are making it out to be it's just you kind of just have to adjust i suppose your training style um to learn at home and i think personally when i i don't want to work out at home um, and it's very hard because i used to be in that mindset of like you know um of like comparing myself all the time to when I was like really good in training. So like if I go back to maybe like when I first picked up a weight, I put in two solid years of just consistent effort. Do you know what I mean? And I like I remember I always remember that period of training, and then kind of when you start getting older and you know business and you know money and all these things start co- like life problems start coming in, you start to kind of forget about um. Well, me personally, I kind of started to kind of not play sports as much and kind of you know use the gym less often but when you ever when you always come back it's always hard not to compare yourself to where you used to be and so it's like i remember when i was such a good athlete i remember when i was such a good football player i remember when i was like you know 
when I worked every day for like two years straight and it's like okay that's like comparing apples to oranges like you cannot compare backwards you can only kind of like I say try to be better than you were yesterday so compare today to yesterday's day and I think the COVID-19 for a lot of people and you might disagree or you might agree was essentially like okay stop comparing your gym workouts to your gym workouts unless you have a unless you have a home gym if you have a home gym set up happy days do you know that kind of way but i think we're talking about people who may not have a home gym set up who um are kind of struggling with training and um kind of want to know like am i doing enough am i actually you know progressing my training am i actually better off just taking some downtime and actually taking you know two months off or a month off like in your eyes would that have um especially if that person like i always say like right now is a perfect time to be working on your mobility and your conditioning and we talked about this off air as well um where it's like uh, yeah your conditioning you can improve on aspects of your life and aspects of your training life and um, that you probably never worked on before i don't know if you're doing anything different currently because of uh obviously covid19 yeah so like training wise i i i've still i've put myself together one of the most kind of brutal programs that I have have did in a while. Like it's it's not fun. It's not enjoyable. But does it work? Am I still going to be able to? Am I still going to be able to progress at the at the speed that I want? It, it depends what other things I control. Like m- my training is only one piece of the puzzle. Mm-hmm. And what I like what I've did with my training is like it's it's very very different. Like I would have I would have usually ran kind of a let's say like a push pull legs up or lower split yeah uh, so or pull push legs or one of one of one of them um and now what i'm doing and what i have most clients do is you run just a monday wednesday friday full body split yeah. and then if like let's say we need to bring up biceps or something we'll, we'll try our biceps and calves biceps calves delts is, is me so i i will throw in uh, volume of biceps, calves, um, delts at the end of every single training session. Okay. Okay. So what else? What else have I did to my training? So because my accuracy and my ability to train in a a, a low, a, 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 like a lower rep, like anything under ten reps, like I, I can't progress. I can't get any effective reps out of anything that's under ten reps. But I can definitely. I, it doesn't really matter as long as we're building up them so-and-so called effective reps. It doesn't matter where they're coming from, what part of their work, the work that they're coming from. So our, it really comes down to us running kind of a higher frequency, higher volume, um, because the quality of our training is down. Um, and then being able to train like, actually being able to train hard it's it's very easy to do a set of six with two reps in the tank like and and that will lead to a a decent stimulus but when it comes to doing a a set of 20 with two reps in the tank like it's a it's a different ball it's awful (laughs) yeah 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 like uh like split squats um like i i remember literally like three weeks ago i was doing split squats for 20 and it's just a whole different ball game it's it's a it's it's so fun it's so fun like (laughs) like absolutely burying yourself bodyweight training and it's just your your ability to 
train hard in that situation is going to be able to keep keep you either slowly progressing or at least maintaining tissue. Uh, like the ability to man- maintain tissue is easy. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nobody nobody has lost m- muscle if they have been trained if they've been in, in on in control of their their food and their sleep sleep and stress and have been doing some sort of training haven't lost muscle. Um, now, have you progressed at the same rate? No, but like that, that's okay. If you have taken your focus and shifted somewhere else, as you were saying, having some more cardio in, if, if you used to run and you love running, I have lots of clients that have picked up running again and that's great. Good. I think, I think we'll move on. I think in terms of like uh, getting back to the gym, in terms of like, how can we start approaching, you know, it's obviously I've done the calculations. It's 12 weeks come Monday. Is, that, uh, is, it, is it really that long when oh fuck off I it was 12 weeks like 12 weeks ago yeah <laughs> i know do you want to hear a funny fact or not a funny fact but it's been 56 days since we closed our doors and it's 86 or 88 days until we can open our doors again Sound, like, like, no makes, makes me feel so much better <laughs> But like I think I think the important thing is is that like that's why I wanted to touch on it because I still think it's not too late to kind of touch on how people can train from home and how they can do it effectively because there still is twelve weeks until we can essentially go back to our gym. Um and, and like you can make a lot of progress in twelve weeks even if, if even if it is from at home, especially it's depending on your standing out to be fair. So if if I was for example sorry to jump in if I was say someone at home who's had you know the last fifty six days. And it's just took an absolute, you know, break and just said, look, I'm not interested in training from home. And um, but I'm starting to look at now other alternatives because I know how far it is away. Where I suppose where can we start? Like what where is your starting point there? So like when when we look at taking time away from the gym, like the the first thing that we're going to lose is that skill acquisition of being able to squat bench deadlift or or whatever whatever our so and so called basic movements are that aren't aren't basic at all. Like, so could, can we potentially look at doing them movements? Uh, doing them movements at a, at a higher volume, just to kind of get into a routine of doing them again. So, sorry, maybe not a higher volume, maybe a higher frequency. So, like, there is lots, lots of movements that we can do that take a certain amount of skill that we can look to absolutely nail now so we can take them into our training forever. Mm-hmm. So, like... Is there, anything, is, there anything, is there anything particular... Is there anything particular that you've brought into your training that other people could look at bringing into, like, in terms of, like, exercises or splits i know we talked briefly about full body splits monday wednesday friday but would you find that that would be a good starting point for somebody who maybe has taken the last six weeks eight weeks away from the gym and just by you know again going to full body workouts monday wednesday friday and just by keeping the habit of that yeah so like i wouldn't like if you if you have taken all that time off like that that's why i was kind of stumbling with what, what i was going to answer it's like just train just get up sets of press-ups like if you have a pull-up bar sets of pull-ups um split squats like just get into a routine of of giving yourself half an hour every single morning Mm -hmm. um 
And uh, as you say, build that routine, build that enjoyment back up for it. Like if you use, uh, if you used to run, go for a run. If 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 you're not fit enough to run, go go for a slog. Go for a half run, half walk. Like I've never heard that. Um, that's a good one. A slog. A slog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so that that's what my that's what my runs were when I when I did them. They're, they're a slog. <laughs> it's just like lean forward and let gravity take you. <laughs> um, you just just do something, and you'll feel you'll feel better for it, and you can worry about. Oh, what what perfection can I make? Can I do from home after you've got into that routine of actually training? So there's, there's no point looking for this this perfect program if if we haven't trained in 56 days. We need we just need to do some some way of getting our heart rate up. To be fair, and would you would you recommend uh, so jumping into a progress progressive overload kind of like so if you're running one kilometer this day, then you know next day you're running trying to run two, or would you just say? Don't even worry about progressive overload. Just do what what you feel like you're capable of doing until you get to a certain point. Yeah, I I, I think I, I I think I think just just run, just yeah. Like don't don't even wear your Fitbit. Just go for a jog and just enjoy it. Like have have some time to yourself. Don't be worried about what speed you're moving at. Mm-hmm. But like especially if you're if you're working from home and you're stuck in your in your house constantly, just just get out, just move. Don't worry, don't worry about your pace, especially like if you, if we haven't been training, like you're not going to look down and be like, oh, I'm I'm happy with that. It's not going to happen, yeah, um, and no, like not. that's that can very easily become a negative negative experience instead of a positive one because you just realise how much kind of fitness you've lost. Mm-hmm. Now I, I do think a lot of people are training. I, I don't I don't think a lot of people are sitting at home feeling sorry for themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people like th- this is uh, like I, I think a lot of people have have came into the reality that this is our new forever, um, and that it's like make m- make the most out of or, or or get in get into bed and feel sorry for myself. And... I always say that the new gold is actually gym equipment right now. Like it's literally impossible to get. <laughs> like you know the price has gone up probably tenfold. Like, oh yeah, like, like it is insane. insane. Um, I, I think that's that's another thing. Like, if you care about your training, mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying go out and buy a fucking leg extension, but like, if you if you deem yourself somebody who actually cares about their training and they haven't went out and bought like a, a pull-up bar, a set of dip rings, bands, like spend spend two hundred quid, and just mm-hmm. just pick up gear, um, and like it's like. I know this is completely off topic, but it's like people buying gym gear. It's like I'm gonna buy gym gear so I actually or like actual gym clothing. It's like I'm, yeah, I'm gonna buy them because yeah. I'm gonna be some sort of incentive to train. So yeah. you spend two hundred quid on kit, and it gives you an incentive to train. Go go for it, like. Hundred percent. It's funny that you bring that up because the first thing everyone does before they buy a gym membership is to make sure they have the right gear, the gym equipment or the gym uh, clothing to go to the gym. Like literally, and they're like, oh, I can't go to the gym until I have 400 euro because I need to get these two pairs of Gymshark uh, tops or these two pairs of Gymshark leggings. And I see it all the time. And uh, Yeah, you wouldn't want to see me in the gym. <laughs> me smelly Vibrams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's funny. If you want to get good, a good few stairs, I always say bring them to the uh, supermarket and... Uh, and stuff like that but um it's 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 funny how different aspects of uh training um i find that the vibrams it's funny that you say that 
is they actually help uh, my my an my ankle mobility in terms of like dorsiflexion and um, like i find that i can squat so much better when i wear them regularly and then like when i put uh, shoes on like it's not that my squat gets worse it's just that if you, if you were to put me in a narrow stance squat i'm so much better after like a week of wearing vibrams and then if i go back to find kind of forgetting to put them on um i'll kind of go back to having to kind of go a little bit more sumo based and toes kind of slightly pointed outwards i don't know if you get the same same uh yeah so i i, I squat in my Romeleros anyway so i wouldn't really notice but when it comes to like uh, glute development like i've i don't have any direct glute work in but it's because of where my vibrams and <laughs> I, I like every everything i do is is glute in them like i i, I um that's why like if you can, if anybody's seen me train, like I'm either on my ver vibrams or my bare feet. Right, okay. And <laughs> un unfortunately, I just don't give a bollocks. I'm training, like. It's, it's funny because people would look and go like, you know, why would someone do that? But there is actually method behind why you would actually do it. It's like, it's the saying that like, we didn't have, uh, you know, all this comfort around our feet, you know, back in the day that we usually literally used to have to, walk around barefoot and um how you know now a typical say 30 40 year old whether it's a male female and uh, females are more flexible than others is that we're so just like not confined but we're so just like bubble wrapped all the time that our bodies just kind of have adapted and we're not flexible we find it harder to do particular things and our mobility like do you know what i mean even like in terms of like I, I, I've started sitting down a lot more, but I try to use standing desks a lot um, because it's just so much better for me in terms of like, um, you know what I mean? Like in terms of like my, my back and, and it's just, it's just, it's just maddening that I've never went, I've really kind of took over the last six months um, like a seated, <laughs> when I mean a seated, I actually mean in a chair and like, I'm already feeling like my back, I'm on the foam roller more. I'm trying to, you know what I mean? Comper, uh, compromise, like just sitting down more frequently um and we're not made to just be bubble wrapped we're not made to essentially do that so when people hear like oh yeah you know because I, I wear my vibrams when i train as well um and i suppose people don't people may not know um why you would wear them or what what is the purpose of them but essentially is it is to kind of get back to kind of like our roots that we we necessarily did don't have all these um comfy chairs and we don't have all these uh you know desks and you know we've kind of built this environment around us and you've got to look i always say you've got to look at your environment because if you suffer with lower back pain let's say or you uh, have a scoliosis so your shoulders are forward and you're coming to me to train to try and prove that like if you just go and you just sit at the desk for 12 hours a day after seeing you know me for an hour like and you just sit forward with your arms like like this sorry you can't really see me there but um if you just sit forward like it's kind of counterproductive like would you agree or would you uh yeah, so like, to to a certain extent, we can't we can't control where we work. So like, at, at least you, at least you're lucky lucky enough that you can. Uh, me too, if I wanted, so I could I could have a standing desk. Um, but I think ma making the most out of the time that we do have when we're not sitting down, mm -hmm. that's where my, my problem with like spin classes is and stuff as well. It's like, no, like go squat, go for a run. Plus, I don't like teaching them either. To be honest, I think that that's my <laughs> that's my main problem with them. 
I always say you have to do more what you dislike and then it becomes a lot easier. So like likewise, when I was back in the day, when I used to, um, I was in FPT before, but before that I was in a gym out in Lusk um, and I used to teach spin classes back to back to back to back. And I always used to compare, well, if I, I used to hate them. And this is where I kind of the running comes into it, where I, if I say, right, if, well, if I can teach this class and then I go work out, well, then my workout's going to feel easy because I enjoy working out. <laughs> and I'd always kind of compare, like, if I can get myself through a 45-minute spin class or two of them back to back, well, then when I work out afterwards, like, I'm going to, you know, love it as opposed to... Uh, uh, dragging myself through the spin class and then like I, I'd always feel like so that's where I kind of think that it kind of happened early on but it's funny that you mentioned spin so would you so like in terms of because a big thing I think for people is is that like I personally there's two ways that I look at training there's 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 the effective um way of training and then there's what you enjoy doing so sometimes I always say what is most effective isn't as important as what you enjoy because for example if somebody is just into horse riding or somebody is just into swimming but yet there's a i suppose a persona or there's a stigma that you know you need to be in the gym and you need to be benching and squatting and deadlifting like that might take somebody away from doing what they love to do and then that's where we kind of run into and i don't know you can kind of comment on this that's where we kind of start running into problems where we start doing stuff that we necessarily don't like and then we never get results because of that yeah so like that's one of the main things that i look at when i'm programming it's mm -hmm. like well what did you like in your last block what was your favorite movement that you feel like you still have a little bit more progress on and that you actually are excited to do like let, let's take me for example like i i, I love to squat mm -hmm. but i'm not built for them i'm just not it's, it's just like so, like squats for me are completely glute lower back just, just the way they are mm -hmm. but i really enjoy them so I, I squat once a week and it gets me excited to train and like in a lot of cases if, if we can be excited to go into the gym like for, for the majority of people that's that's all we need to be is like to actually enjoy training mm -hmm. um and I, I think we can yeah you could you could pull apart my squat and be like yeah well you're not getting any fucking quad recruitment from it i'm like yeah but like i am with everything else and squats are fun so if, if i can program squats and they they get me to the gym and then i have ex ex leg extensions hacks leg press in after then it's, it's not really a big deal if you lo love the deadlift do it like yeah. it, it like or if you have a movement that you've seen on Instagram isn't bio bio mechanically perfect, but it's fun, do like we 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 can we can look at we can look at making up volume in other movements for what you're potentially lacking in that movement. If that makes sense. It does. Now, I think what, it depends. It, it, dep it depends who you are. So like, let let's say. take me for example like i i will only squat i I'm, I'm running a block of squats at the moment because like that, that's all i can fucking do uh, at home is you've, you've seen people do the squats with the rollers yes yeah 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 Yeah. so, so i throw a roller a roller on on my back safety bar handles up and i, I can get because i don't i don't have enough plates so i can, I can load it that way which is mm -hmm. which is like a, a gift 
But like when it comes to my actual program, when I have a gym, I won't squat. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just, just yeah, because, yeah. just because it's not, it's not optimal. Um, and I, I'm going to train either way, so, oh, yeah. so I can build up that excitement for my hacks or something like that, and, and it will offer me more benefit. And I think what 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 we're we're trying to say is is that everything needs to be relevant to your goal. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? Like, so what what one person may do is going to be completely different to another person based on the goal that they have. So, like, like me when I'm when I'm out on a run and I'm like, my goal is not to run twenty or ten kilometers. I've only ever ran twenty once, but it's not to run twenty kilometers. It's kind of to push my body a little bit further than. I'm used to so that I can kind of use that pain in other circumstances. But then when I'm in training, like a, a push or a pull session, I'm not training that way. I'm training like slightly different. I'm training more for, um, for different purposes. So, um, I think like, yeah, like if you're training for enjoyment, if you're training for the fun of it, well then you don't need to worry about necessarily how effective, like you can get an exercise that's 50% effective of another exercise but if you enjoy it a lot more you're going to stick to it and essentially over time you're going to build up more progress because you've been able to actually adhere to that plan yeah exactly yeah um so is there anything anything that i suppose that you're doing um currently that uh i suppose that you're enjoying because i know you're doing a lot of stuff you're (laughs) except uh that you're not enjoying um in terms of like obviously having to train and having to uh, train at home i should say um but is there anything like new that you've added in um, that you've actually kind of like didn't think you'd enjoy as much pre-COVID? Um, um tra- training-wise or just in general? Just in general, like is there any, yeah, like, yeah, general. So um, I've, I've had time to yeah. study and that, that's, what, that's just, just what I do. Like a lot of the time I won't have time to sit down and read and I, I have time now, which is amazing. Um, my training, I'm doing things that I wouldn't have usually did. So I, as I said, I got myself a pair of dip rings and I'm horrendous on them. Absolutely <laughs> awful. Um, but like, is, is it going to, am I going to potentially build up a lot of shoulder stability and stuff that's going to carry back over into my training if and when I get back into the gym? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, we were going to touch on like how we can look at programming when we get back into the gym. Yeah. So yeah. like if, if we've got 12 weeks now till August 10th, like even for yourself, but you can talk for yourself personally and you can talk in terms of like how you're helping clients, like what advice or what um, kind of recommendations would you start saying? Like you should probably start thinking about this. Um. So If we have been consistently training, um, I, I'd look at removing removing movements that we're bored of. Mm-hmm. I, I'd look at remo- like what things can we continue to progress? H- how simple can we keep our programming? Um, I, I think another thing as well is like if if you have been if you've been training for hypertrophy. If you've been going in and you've been doing your heavy heavy leg press, heavy squats, and then you've you've turned around and you're training at home and you're doing like squat jumps and stuff now, jump lunges, like, no, no. Like go go back to go back to the way you were training. Use these movements. Put yourself put your body in weaker positions by, like, let's say, take a, a squat for example. Like you can potentially do 
a cycle squat where you throw your heels up crazy crazy high, drive your knees forward. I'm sure you've seen people do them on Instagram before. And we, we can play, place lot, lots of torque on your knee and really bury your quads. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a, a lot of movements that we can now do like with, with bands. Mm-hmm. So I, I really will be looking at really trying to replicate what we will be doing in the gym when we get back. Exactly that. So, that so what, what movements are we going to be doing when we actually re-enter into gym? As for when we re-enter into the gym, so the only thing that we have lost is that skill acquisition, that kind of neural ad- adaptation to being able to be efficient in a squat. Mm-hmm. And the way we're going to get that back, we're, the way we're going to get that back the quickest is by squat. So I would make sure that, like, sorry, I just need to plug my laptop in. Um, I'm going to continue to chat though. So I, I would make sure that. I would squat at a really high frequency, uh, at a really low volume. So let's let's say we really want to get a, a squat and our hip thrust back up. Or, oh, I'll leave that be. So if we're really looking to get these movements back up, I'd be doing them as frequently as possible. So I'd run like a, the, same, the same big meaty movements that we want to have programmed again. They, so one day on, one day off. And I go through full, full body splits like that for approximately six weeks. When the six weeks is up, we will have gained back, I'd say about 90% of our, uh, of our current best strength. And from there, I get more specific with programming and you do you when it comes to that. So you're, so you're saying there's probably six weeks from the August 10th to where you're kind of going to get back to somewhat of the um, place you were before the gym's closed. You should kind of plan for a six week and not to be, you should almost program in, like you said, your, your full body workouts, maybe your upper lower body and a little bit more frequency because we've came from higher frequency. So we're not just going to go from high frequency back to sets of six straight away. We're going to go maybe two weeks you have a high volume maybe you go set to 15 and then slowly progress back into like i said doing more of the movements and i think what you're saying is right in terms of like how do we get a better squat okay yeah we've lost the skill acquisition we've lost we've kind of forgotten how to kind of do it correctly or how to do it as best as we could so through repetition 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 we're just going to get better and better and better yeah so we're going to pick up that kind of neurological adaptation very very quickly and when I say six weeks, it's it's so person dependent here. Like it, it could, it depends how how advanced you are, uh, or it depends how much of a beginner you are. Like if you, if you're very new to training and you've started training at home, like chances are, let, let's let's take like the majority of people. Like if, if you just started quarantine and you could only do a set of ten press ups, now you can do a set of twenty. You're stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Through your upper body, through your push, you are stronger. Um, so, so in time that will carry over into your, your dumbbell press and your bench press when you've you've built you've built up that neurological adaptation that we're talking about. Um, so what about yourself? Kind of what what what's your view? What what do you think programming wise? How would we go back into gym? So my in terms of like my training, my training has not changed at all. Which is so it's very hard for me to kind of. Um, I think I've done one at home workout. Um, and I've um, yeah so 
for me it's it's i'm still having the same kind of uh, workouts so my adjustment back is not going to be as difficult as somebody else but what i would say to people who you know are thinking about okay you know i need i'm coming back to the gym august 10th is my date is, is yes you i agree with everything you're saying you want to have a plan in place that essentially allows you um to you you need to take into account that you have not been lifting the same like if you go to a different gym like you know yourself like if you train in fbt and then you come train somewhere else like the barbells and the plates and like the weights everything is completely different you know that kind of way like you a, a bar could be one inch thicker or you know like for example like you're like that bar is not as heavy and some places you train better um just because of the equipment or the training or because you're so used to it um so it's gonna be like you might it might have taken you like four four weeks to get used to how the how the bar used to sit on your back for a squat like that's probably gonna happen again you're probably gonna you know like if you were only new to squat and if you only joined the gym say in january like you might have only got accustomed to you know the gym itself and you might be coming back to a gym that has social distancing guidelines machines might be out of um out of action sometimes there might be uh, capacity restrictions so there's all these things that may be uh, roadblocks and essentially it's going to make it harder um for for us um to kind of i suppose get back in because it's not only now do i have to come in and figure all this out like we're in a very difficult position where like we're trying to at the same time of being safe we don't want to be policing the gym we don't want to be telling people that they they're not allowed to do this or they're not allowed to come at this time or that they're do you know what i mean like we don't want to have to do that like that's where like from a business business aspect of it like we're constantly reaching out to our members and constantly saying like we need your guys help like we need you to understand that like if there's somebody you know over here squatting like like rather than us creating an environment where and this is thing that, something that i'm struggling with and and i'm trying to think and what is the gym going to look like is it going to be you can't like if you th imagine squat racks if they're not distant enough pair like and someone walks over are we constantly having to go up and stop people from using the same plates using the same bars is there constant sanitizing and like like is that going to put people off training is that going to make people not want to go to the gym because there's so many rules and regulations and sanitizing and i can't do this and i can't share this and like like essentially I, I can't do what i used to do and and i'm trying to think how can that come august 10th be and i think it's only able to be limited we cannot prevent like there's no way of preventing uh the risk of any illness in any facility or in any business but like we can definitely limit it but members and if if people are thinking about going to the gyms come august 10th you can we all kind of have to think about these things and like understand that there is going to be a small change of how the gyms operated like it's not just going to be you know like people under each other's arms spotting each other in a squat like so you might be used to someone you know one of the coaches giving you a spot you know and training in reps of four or yeah. five like that might not be a thing anymore licking dumbbells and stuff i suppose do, is do, not gonna do, be... you know, do you know what i mean like pushing from the elbows and like you might have to you know think about that so um like it, it might be different for a while and i'm hoping that it's that's why i, I suppose i'm even saying it is because we need people to think about when the gyms do reopen when the gyms do come back that it's not like a, a free-for-all and it, it can't be a place where gyms are required to police we can't police it 
we can't say you're not allowed to do this you're allowed to do this you're only allowed in this area while this person in this area like if you look at a supermarket like supermarkets people are allowed to walk up and down by each other and they're using common sense to you know stay away from each other and you know they're not on top of each other but in a gym especially with younger crowds it can be a little bit more um difficult so for somebody who may have started in january and is you know looking at getting back to the gym like they might be coming in looking for a lower body day and then all of a sudden there's only one squat rack available or two squat racks available and you know like it's all of a sudden like i can't do what i wanted to do and i don't have the time because i have to go so this is another thing that we're probably going to uh, have to think about it's going to be tough yeah i i agree and also the fact that everybody is going to be want to be in the gym 100%. like like everybody and everybody who hasn't trained is now going to want to be in the gym and it's amazing that i'm delighted for it like it, it's really really good but it's going it's going to be tough to yeah like how how do we allow everybody into a gym now look lucky enough that it's not it's not really on me as opposed to it's on you mm-hmm. up there um well, well i think i think it's on us I think it's on us all. I think this will work if we all kind of understand that, um, like, it's it's a, it. I always like to say it's a team effort. Like it, like you. I know I would be personally put off a gym if I went in and you know I went and I grabbed this piece of equipment or I shared these set of weights, um, because like essentially what they're saying is is because like you'll have one block of weights per rack and you'll have like everything kind of sectioned off so. If you're like waiting on fives and there's no fives in your section, you can't walk over to someone else's section and just take them off how you used to. You've kind of got to, you know, monitor this. And then essentially, you know, it's it's a little bit more complicated. And it's 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 I think it's common sense. And a lot of it needs to be um, people actually understanding um, that like it's 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 impossible to limit risk but we can definitely mitigate it by you know helping each other and actually understanding um why we need to do it but that's what i'm worried about i'm worried about obviously people need to think about how they're going to get back into training but people also need to facilitate that um gyms might be slightly different gyms may not be able to like there, there's talks of like capacity restrictions um there's talks of like people being able to obviously control how many members you have in at one time um do you know what i mean so if you rock up to the gym on say wednesday afternoon and there's already 20 people in there like the supermarket you're gonna have to wait outside until you know five people are finished their workout and then by that time and they're in there for four hours as well because do you know what i mean and is that going to be policed is that going to be uh booked sessions uh what way is it going to work how is it going to work for pts in the industry um so these are all things that we're currently thinking about and trying to uh, figure out. But I think over time and hopefully it gets uh, more information comes out and it becomes a little bit safer and it becomes a little bit easier to be able to figure out. But I think definitely right now you need to build up um, a certain amount of uh, training volume. And then as we kind of progress back into the gym, I think you should keep think about still having one to do one to two days at home training so like you're saying invest in a set of bands in in a foam roller in some plates if you can some dumbbells because it may not be feasible to think that you're going to get your six sessions in every week now imagine we could just do two full body sessions and two full body sessions at home like 
mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm progressing. Yeah. If, if I have access to a gym twice a week. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I, I, like, so, so that would be perfect if, if we could get in two 40 minute sessions or two, two hour long sessions across the week. Um, and I think that, that would be, is that kind of what you are thinking as well? Yeah, like we're thinking in terms of like how we think it's going to work, we think we're just going to put in place a booking system and be able to allow people to book their training session to avoid disappointment at the door. Now, is that necessary? Come August 10th, we are not sure. Um, Because of social distancing guidelines, it's changing all the time. So right now it's two meters, but in some countries, it's only one meter. And actually in New Zealand, they're completely, and Australia, they're completely kind of starting to kind of taper off and come back to some normality. Um, So it might change, and it's changing every day so we we don't know um but we it's just something that we need to think about that especially for the average gym goer like if you're just thinking that come august 10th you're going to be able to go back in legs push pull legs push pull it might not be as simple as that so you might want to think about investing in a set of dumbbells i know they're expensive right now but if if it's you know if you're only able to train once or twice a week come august 10th like that might be an unfortunate um circumstance for a month or two yeah like as as i said if, if it's important to you yeah like it's it's not negotiable just mm-hmm. just just do it like yeah. uh, especially like what what i'm looking at it from a from a perspective of people that compete yeah like if you're competing in a any like a physique comp and you think this is time to take your foot off the gas nah no, mm-hmm. don't compete again. It's, it's, it's not for you. Mm-hmm. Um, like, it, not, a, not a good plan. Mm-hmm. I would agree. I would say you have to figure out, I always say you have to figure out solutions to problems, not just accept the problems as they are. Like, this is going to stop me from doing what I want to do. It's, it's no, this is a roadblock. How do I, you know, figure it out? How do I effectively train at home? Like, if your goal is to be a, a competitive bodybuilder, then you need to, yeah, yeah. all good super yeah like if you are going to be in a if you're going to be a bodybuilder and that's what you're training to be like you need to adapt and you need to figure out how to make that work um, and and you you need to have did that six weeks ago like how many how many people in that situation have went out and bought like full gyms not saying mm-hmm. to do that because you wouldn't you probably don't need to do that but like a lot and and for you to think for you to think that you're taking it as seriously as people like that mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I, like don't get me wrong either am i i'm not going forking out 10 grand to get out my back garden but there's like people are yeah but you, you can definitely spend 250 quid on heap, heaps of bands cheap set of 10 kilo 10 kilo dumbbells um and go at it from there and as, as i said just put everything into your training i think so and i think I think like definitely if you're competitive in anything like you will you will make that investment you will try figure out okay well how am i going to do this okay this is an opportunity for me to build a home gym and then when you build a home gym you have it for life do you know what i mean so it's it's there it's not like it's it's worth the investment it's worth the time and i'm not telling people to go out and try build a home gym i'm just trying to you know what i mean if training is something that's important to you and 
you need to start thinking about okay like this happened once i'm not going to say it's going to happen again but if four weeks into um lockdown being over and uh, we get told there's another spike where are we do we just go back to not training for another six weeks do we close everything down i think like i always like i use this as an example like the doom days preppers like you need like exercise if it's important to you you need to be able to adapt to what's going on and if bodybuilding or powerlifting or strongman is is important to you you need to be able to to adapt to and i think a lot of people are i think a lot of people are doing that i think a lot of people are kind of seeing once it was two weeks in they were like okay this is a long time and that's where the the spike of gym equipment just no one could get anything like people are reaching out to us asking us for dumbbells and we were like we don't actually have any dumbbells left and uh, people have just been you know and they're like there's literally none left on amazon there's none left on anything and we were just like jesus um but i think Dermot, where like where can people find you in terms of like um if they want to li- find out a little bit more about you and just be able to kind of you know uh, i suppose watch kind of your stuff yeah so i currently have a website that isn't finished so <laughs> i can't point you towards my website unfortunately i can't think of a better time to finish it during lockdown <laughs> um yeah that, that's that's true as well i think um no it's taking me too long i'm just gonna pay somebody yeah 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 definitely yeah it's it's nah it's it's a better uses of my time i just 100%. pay somebody and the land doing it better i do it myself won't be happy gonna have to pay somebody anyway yeah no i, I totally agree uh, we we done the website ourselves here and it's just a headache you don't, don't want to go wrong <laughs> because it's just it's it's one of those things it's like you go down the rabbit hole and there's no way back do you know what i mean and then all of a sudden you mess up so you have to start again and actually go physically do you know they I mean? pay someone again anyway so i would definitely say say that but like instagram social media things like that yeah so if my my instagram is just dermot cavanaugh underscore if you want just link that when you throw it up on instagram it's cool. probably the, bit, the best bit um and then yeah that that's i don't really use facebook to be honest um obviously i, I have my podcast myself as well which is the the apex podcast um you, you find that on me i link to it on my instagram as well I have it uploaded on um it's on it's on YouTube, Podbean and Spotify. So um and yeah, that that's it. Deadly, deadly. So look, I really appreciate obviously you taking the time uh, to do this and uh, I definitely think uh, we touched on a lot of interesting things and I definitely think like we could have talked for easily another hour. Um yeah, but I, I <laughs> but I think I think people will get sick and fed of uh, uh, <laughs> but no i appreciate your time and uh, i think we'll wrap it up there and again thank you obviously for taking the time to do this no problem at all man I'm, it was a pleasure really happy and super. happy to do it again as well if you want me to um yeah no really enjoyed super man cheers thank you <laughs>